Hi, readers, and welcome to A Story Untold, a podcast where once a month I read you a new short story written by me, told by me. My name is Caitlin Witten, and I am incredibly happy to have you here and listening. So let's get to it. This month is extra special because it is the end of season one of A Story Untold. So, to celebrate that, we will be reading a full novella today. Now, this is an older piece. I wrote it back in, like, ninth grade, maybe, um, of high school, so it's old. But I am planning to refresh it and republish it on Amazon soon with a full updated version, so... This version is going to be outdated shortly. Therefore, I thought it'd be perfect to go ahead and read it to you guys in its old version to help like amp it up for the new one coming out next year. There are some trigger warnings for today's episode. There is talk of asexual assault as well as grieving of losing a parent and home invasion as well as talks of depression and suicide. So if any of those things will negatively affect you in any way, please do not hesitate to skip this month. Always put yourself first and consume with your mental health in mind. With all of that said, let's get into it. Ballet Shoes by Caitlin Witten Dear Mom, I keep waking up screaming, almost drowning in my own sweat. It's because of the same nightmare as always. The one of the remembrance of that night. I was four years old when I witnessed it. You were my only parent at the time because of the divorce, but I still blame dad to this very day. If he was only there to protect us, he just might still be here. Dad has been taking care of me from that day on. We fight a lot, but he's always there. School was starting to get difficult with all the queen bees, but I always had dance to let my stress loose. Of course, I only have a dance area at home, so my stress has to wait. I still dance every day at our rehearsal time, three to five. It's harder without you here to support me, but I still learn something new every week, perfecting them to the max. Every month I switch genres, but some days I just go by how I feel. I know you were big with connecting with your emotions, so I've been trying it out, and it actually works well. I'll try to sound less surprised. It's just that I never realized how much dance can really do for someone. It does miracles for me. Girls like to be foolish and make fun of me for my purity. Because since your guys' divorce, I refuse to fall in love or even date. The girls at school find that comical. They pull my hair, tug at my clothes, and hold me down and write A's on my chest. I don't understand why they do these things, but they say is worse. They write me notes every day telling me to kill myself so I can join you in heaven. 
and they actually think it's funny. They always whisper mean things to me in the hallways and even worse, scream things at me across the cafeteria. I don't even have friends anymore because they're too embarrassed to be seen with me. Dad doesn't know. I told him that A was a fashion statement and just danced it out. He doesn't need to be put on a suicide watch. I thought that it couldn't get any worse. And then they proved me wrong. I was walking down the hall to math when one of the queen bees grabbed me by my arm and pulled me into the storage closet. After she got me in there, she started picking on me. This was normal. But this time it was different, though. There was someone else there. I felt someone grab me by the waist and hold me back as she said, Have fun! And closed the door behind her. I didn't know what she was talking about at first, but then I caught on when a group of jocks appeared in my vision. They looked like they were ready to take on a football player, but like they were going to have fun doing it. They all had huge, disturbing grins on their faces. Then one said, You'll like this. I asked what, but... They never replied. Instead, they started ripping my clothing off one article at a time. I fought back, but there was no way I could win. They banged me around, and then they all came at me at once as they raped me. Finally, a teacher heard my screams and ran in and tore the boys off of me. She got all the boys together and told me to get dressed as she took the boys to the office. She ran back to me and comforted me the best she could, but after all, she couldn't do much. She wasn't you. The girls and guys involved got expelled for the rest of the year and I got put into therapy. I left early that day and went straight home to my dancing room and danced until Dad came in to talk to me about what happened that day. He hesitated to speak, but proceeded to say, Are you alright? He asked in the most caring voice I had ever heard him use in my life. I swear, those boys are not going to be alive after I get to them. He screamed in anger. Dad? I said after I took a turn. I bet their own parents are going to kill them. Don't waste your breath. After that, the fight began. You don't think that I'm going to actually let this go, do you? Yes, I do, and I want you to. I said in a careless voice. Well, that's not going to happen. Can you just stop dancing for once? We need to discuss this, he said in anger. No, it calms me. And yes, it will happen. You weren't there for mom and you will not be here for me, I screamed as his face fell towards the floor and he started to cry. You know I never wanted anything 
to happen to your mother. I loved her, but things happen and we just have to deal with them. But I am not just going to sit here and do nothing to protect you, he said depressingly. Dad, I appreciate your worries and your want to protect me, but the only thing good for me now is dancing. Okay, well, if you need me, I will be right next door in my office. I will bring dinner up and I will bring you some water too. Just please talk to me about this later. I can help. Or at least try to. Thanks, but I don't need to talk. Mom taught me to dance out my pain and problems. I'll be fine. Okay, he replied as he slowly walked towards the door. He really didn't want to go, but I made him. As he left, he added in three words he has never told me before. Not since he left because of the divorce. Isabel, just remember. I love you. I love you too, Dad. I love you too. I added in under my breath so only I could hear. I never thought saying I love you for the first time after you being gone would be so easy. You might have been taken from us 12 years ago, but you were the only person I had ever said it to. You always told me that your little monkey should hold her I love you's off until I knew for sure it was true. And I always knew for sure that I loved you. But not until tonight did I realize that I loved my father. After he left, the whole situation felt real. I felt disgusting, dirty. I showered 30 different times, but it still didn't help. Even dancing couldn't make me feel clean again. How could I let this happen? Why me? I started crying in fear. Happy he was gone to not see me this way. I started to tremble and fell to the ground. I laid there on the floor and sobbed. I kept trying to get back up and dance, but I kept falling back down in pain. I finally stopped trying to get back up and just laid there, shaking and crying on the floor. I slept there for the rest of the week and the weekend. Every night, Dad cried at my dance room door and died a little more inside, knowing that he couldn't help me even though he desperately wanted to. He just had no way. I had nightmares of those two awful experiences combined. They were just so vivid. They seemed so real. I would scream and kick and cry and dad would just watch. Not knowing what to do. 
He ran into my room every time with a weapon, like he could fight the bad thoughts away. Sadly, it was not possible. One night, he came in and grabbed me and held me close to his chest, and we cried together, rocking back and forth. I just wanted to die. And it was all because of the curse of having too much time to think about it. All day, all night, and every second in between. I didn't want to have to think about these horrible things anymore. I didn't want to have to wake up and remember that they were real. I didn't want to live like this anymore. But I couldn't go through with killing myself. Dad needs me. And I couldn't waste my life like that. Especially because of what happened to you. I would be a disgrace. At least even more of one than I already am. I contemplated just taking a little too many of my depression pills. But of course, I couldn't do it. Too weak to dance. Too weak to live. And too weak to end it all. I started dancing again that Sunday, and I stopped falling. I just thought of you and how you would have wanted me to fight the pain and thoughts away with dance. So I did. I started to dance to one specific song that just fit perfectly with my feelings. It was sort of, to me, about you. It mixed both events into one and helped me get back on my feet. I started doing more difficult moves, and I started challenging myself a lot more. Because of you, I fought through the thoughts and pain. I fought through the nightmares. I then dreamed about dancing with you. The nightmares still come and go, but not as often now, and not as vivid. You made me stronger. And you weren't even around to do so. Just the thought of you got me to where I am now. I began homeschooling the next Monday, and let's just say it didn't go very well. Dad insisted on teaching me everything he could, even if he didn't know it. He would spend hours just sitting there with me trying to teach him how to do it. Let's just say my grades didn't do so well. I decided if I needed to be homeschooled, I was going to use a tutor. Of course, he didn't like the idea, but I found it much better off for my grades. After a long discussion about it, he finally caved in and got me one. My tutor had other kids in her class too. Dad thought it'd be better off with me being more social, but this time I didn't like the idea. Dad won the battle, and I started school with the tutor that day. The kids weren't mean. They were kind of weird. They were all really welcoming, but they made it obvious that they were there for just school and nothing else. They would only talk when they were told they could, and I just assumed that was because the teacher was a hard ass, but she actually seemed really nice. 
When we got to work, everyone was really smart. At first, I couldn't keep up that well, but I started getting used to their speed and level. There was this one kid, about my age, that was really nice. He actually saved my life. One day after school, I was contemplating killing myself. That day, he decided he would walk me home and give me a talk. It made me feel like a child at first, but it really helped. Since then, Will and I have been inseparable. We became best friends. He is the nicest guy I have ever met. And of course, Dad wasn't very fond of him at first, but he got used to him being around. I wasn't going to let him slip out of my life like Dad and I let you. After a while, we started dating, and I grew up through the rest of my teenage years with him by my side. We were always there for each other, and we still are. You would love him. We ended up getting married and have three kids named Alyssa, Ben, and Lisa. I named her Lisa because she looks just like you. She acts like you too, from what I can remember that is. Ben is a little menace, but he's growing up just fine. He still refuses my dance rehearsals though, and Will sides with him every time. I got a stubborn bunch, but a loving one. Alyssa and Lisa are doing great with the rehearsals and are actually thinking about making it their profession. They are still too young to do so, but I love and support the idea. They seem to be following your footsteps well. They have your technique. I teach a dance class at my own studio. A couple classes, actually. We teach all ages and named it Ballet Shoes. We currently have over 200 students in varying ages. I wish you could see how well they are all doing. We are the best dance studio in New Hampshire, and I am not just saying that. Crazy enough, we were awarded the title. Will's a businessman, but don't worry, it is not as bad as it sounds. He cares for people and is very genuine. He actually made the studio for me for my 20th birthday. Helped me start it in everything. He is also our maintenance man and a very good one at that. Our family is growing well. Your family is growing well. Dad still comes over once a week to hang out with the kids. He thinks he's cool for calling it hanging out instead of babysitting. As if the kids actually chose to spend their night like that. They love him. And I know they would absolutely adore you. Of course, all this information is useless. I mean, <laughs> this letter is useless. Mom, I don't even know what I am doing writing this to you, but I'm kind of glad I did. I feel as if I actually told you about my life since you left. Like, I could send this to you and you could read it. Of course, that could never happen. I miss you, you know. These years without you have been, and forever will be, awful. I just wish that night 
the night we discovered your murder had never happened. That you were here with me right now. Then again, my whole life would be different. So many things would have never happened. I probably would have never had been raped. I would have never met my husband. And my kids wouldn't be born. So there are the ups and downs. But either way, I still miss and love you. I will forever be your little monkey, no matter how old I get. Just promise you will wait for me up there and I'll see you soon. Love your monkey herself. And that is it. I hope you enjoyed this month's story. I know it's a little longer than usual. Um, it is quite dark. I hope you guys took the, the warnings properly and no one felt too triggered. Reminder, this story is back from like ninth grade. Uh, so it is quite old and it will be getting a revamp and republish through Amazon Kindle next year. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoy this month's story and I can't wait for you to hear next month with the new season starting up. I am so excited for season two and I hope you guys are too. Feel free to contact me via email or Instagram with any requests or comments. Sending all of the happiness, love, abundance, and calming energy your way. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening <laughs> and happy ending of season one. Stay blessed, stay hungry, and stay wonderful. Bye-ya!